What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Actual Eye Podcast. This is episode 47, Deep Sleep Poetry Readings to aid in your relaxation and hopefully help you have some nice deep disease tonight. So we'll start with April 2, 2020. You radiate pure potential, and I revel in the display. How are you doing this? Singing in my eyes, the dancing rays of your blinding face. So distant, yet I feel your warmth upon my skin, playing for us like an instrument. But who plays the cosmos? And was this dreamt before? Or did the music just start to conduct itself? I suspect it's both. April 3rd, 2020. We set this space between our persons, but why here in our minds? What is truer, our fears or laughter, our minds or our hearts? I've traced time backwards searching. We're always searching, aren't we? I've tried to predict the future, but the only time I can affect is this right here before everything ravels out. With even our atoms immersed in the fluid of space, there is nothing between us. Your embrace is not so far away. My heart is here and now. April 4th, 2020. Here we are together, our souls as close as clasping hands, yet miles apart and stranded now, though I remember well the curve of your smile, the beat of your heart, unique to all the world. You are a diamond, a pearl, in every form you take, here somehow creating the breathing room in your belly of space, to and from that placeless place where all things are shaped and all the ways for every form to unfold and play are known. I call you back to it now so that we may know and meet again and be most truly in our kinship, for truly we are in every breath but one human being. So, yeah, I guess this is where uh, I can speak a little bit on where these poems come from. And we're speaking on that sense of presence uh, that we all share, the sense of awareness that we all share. And so I write uh, poetry as a kind of a form of communion and meditation unto themselves. Um, Perhaps the only abiding rule for poetry is to tell the truth, to speak something true that is hard to say otherwise. So, uh, yeah, this next poem is going to be lyrics uh, from the beginning, the intro to my band song, Damaged Coda. That's off our album Cosmosis, which is out now, and you can hear that. And... uh, As I was speaking on before, we also just released uh, a new EP, Inmo. So uh, we got a lot of music out there, uh, older EP, and a couple other tracks we released a few years back before that. That would be Embers, and then the 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 double single we released, which was uh, Polarity and Life Fest. So um, yeah, Inmo. The term Inmo is is a word that's kind of pointing to the idea of the ineffable, the inexplainable. and it's that suchness of existence, um, the indescribable sense of being alive. It's uh, which, if you notice, what we find in meditation, as we uh, visit uh, stillness, as we abide in presence, that um, being alive is, is synonymous with the sense of now, this present moment. Of course, there's that, but it's also uh, synonym, synonymous with the sense of I like the feeling of that we have each of us for when we say I. And this is I before we say I am this or I am that, I like this, I like that, 
just the sense of I, the beingness itself, being alive. Um, this is like the fundamental, most primary state of awareness. And if we notice, we can look back like to when we were younger and find um, that that sense of awareness was the same. It's, it's ageless, actually. It's just kind of like they're like a camera recording. So that's actually all that you have to do when you're meditating is you're just relaxing into that. Um, it's very much, um, as, I, as I was writing here, to just kind of like keep my frame of mind and flow. Um, it's, it's rather than an action, meditation is like an unaction. We're not trying to fix. We're not trying to control we are relaxing the grasping, and in this relaxing, we're somehow paradoxically gaining control. As we let go of control, somehow, okay, yeah, I said that. Of course, this uh, need not be the goal either. We are freeing ourselves of the weight of expectation and abiding in the miracle of this very moment. Uh, there are nice side effects that come along with meditation, but those are not the goal. Um, we are creating a sense of a doer, um, a, a new idea of self that will fall into thinking that's what we are rather than the awareness of life itself that we are. Uh, when we get identified with this personage, this cast image, this idea, jumbles of thoughts we've accumulated over time, um, this egoic sense of the psychological sense of self that we build up over time, um, you know, that inner ongoing monologue that can be so hard on ourselves, um, that that whole thing is like an illusion. It's something we think. We think we are this idea of self. We think we are our story. You know, we think we are our personality. And personalities are beautiful. The point isn't to kill the ego or uh, kill the personality so much as to relinquish it of its control, to get back in the driver's seat, the capital S sense of self, this inexpressible sense of life that we all experience of awareness of this present moment. Um, it's, it allows us to flow in life uh, ever more effortlessly. Um, so yeah, you know, with meditation we're experiencing life unfiltered. Um, it acts as a wonderful way to take a break from that constant ongoing inner monologue. It gives us more space around our thoughts so that we can more easily respond and be fully engaged in moments throughout life. So yeah. Uh, April 11th, 2020, this is from the song Damaged Coda. When the sun has set and the burdens are lifted from the shoulders of souls broken down and neglected and the specters of ghosts grown and worn out humans dissolve into mirages and smokescreen illusions arise by their confessions will they be known by our actions our wills be shown by our transgressions, humanity is scorned. But we're all children of earth, extensions born out of this surface, and the depths of all history still boiling here beneath it. As brutal as beautiful, thus all the more confusing, yet perfectly placed is our position here. So why are we refusing this place, this moment, this time? My God, you are alive. You gotta own it. Dial in, hone it, regardless of impediments in the face of all hesitance. Etch it in stone and trace it in the sediment beyond belief. You've got to know it's self-evident, the surest way. I can hear the song. April 19th, 2020. Sunlight returns, and the day shows clear. Songbirds shake off the cold of the night before, alighting on limbs and raising their voices as the sun becomes the sky, as its edges are lost, as it blends into the blue, and singing true they are off, releasing hold, entrusting their bodies to their wings. They take, they take off into airy space. There is no difference here. The bird is formed to the wind. The wind forms to the space. We shape ourselves to these environs and all our myriad minute and mountainous ways, emitting the light of ancient stars from our eyes and hearts in reflections and affections. It's impossible to say 
how many times I forgot. Now we're hearkening back to April 21st, 2020. Right outside the window, alive, immersed in miracle, a beautiful mess of petals dance to moving air. They glide and circle, descend and settle, to cover the ground and rest there but for a moment, until swept up again they arise and spin, and even the self-loathing litter of this city joins them. This was the day I was looking outside the window and the cherry blossoms were flying around everywhere. It's like cherry blossom blizzard is amazing. And they're all like tw- doing little tornadoes and this and that. It's a very windy day. And uh, I took a little video of it and I put it on the Instagram with this poem. And actually, if you want to read, uh, there's a ton of my poems and poetry and videos and stuff uh, on my Instagram, my personal Instagram, where I keep most of my poetry. Um, which you can check out at Christopher.Kinley, um, which on Instagram is Instagram.com forward slash Christopher.Kinley or just uh, the at symbol, Christopher, C-H-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R dot K-I-N-L-E-Y. Links in the bio. Um, yeah. April 23rd, 2020. The contrast is magnificent between the shield I hold and the world outside. We hide behind our humor, and it's a welcome disguise. We fashion the most appreciable adaptations, projecting cherry dispositions to color the clouds over our lives. This shroud, this suit of mine, that cloaks the mind, I open its eyes to catch some glimpse of what is hidden of what may lie behind, to sense what is rejected, to feel what's been neglected, to recall what is already apparent, here and ever available regardless. I reach into it now, this stark, heartbreaking beauty, for the love that embraces enmity, for the prayer that can dispel the false century that haunts the long hallways of mind, with its fog of thoughts that guard this great mirage, this cast image, who paints the false gods of welcome distractions. Come and die to the lie with me, so we are empty enough, at least for this next moment, to remember, to soak up every particle, that shines forth and calls to enter our guarded hearts and touch the source of every second with the light of unbounded awareness for the words to express how worthwhile it is even to suffer. I would not know pain without being in the midst of heaven, standing out like thorns amidst the garden. I would not know trust without it breaking at an age too young to understand and going on to find love anyway. So it goes. You know how we dodge ourselves as all our old memories surface, how we push them down and they bob up anyway. So do I. And now, I speak of freedom, because in a breath, I summoned the courage, faced down those demons, and came out alive instead. I don't know if it's been said, But if you look around and if you look long enough, you'll see hidden stars all around us. And you may see it in a breath in the space between one moment and the next, in a single revolution of movement, as understanding gives way to forgiveness. And whatever pain that's left is blessed. April 24th, 2020. New life captures light on this bright gray day. Steps on wet sidewalks carry down the street. I hear two voices greet each other following the groan of a slowing truck mixed with the music of a passing car, bespeckled with birdsong, the sounds of construction, the wheels on wet pavement, the movements of a world still moving on. Yeah.
definitely during lockdown. April 29th, 2020. Let it be just what it is, without the weight of expectations, free of attachment. That old invitation offered in all languages, can it even be done? Who willingly submits oneself to disproving their own hypotheses? It isn't normal. Is it even possible? How was one protected from the potential displeasure of taking such a posture? What if it is freedom, the open eye of clarity itself? The song that sounds when one's unbound by any preference. What if this is what saves us from the full possession by our ideologies, our partisan, mob-minded bickering, our cruel caricature-drawing, primal, teeth-bearing, glaring insensitivity? I may be wrong. Admittedly, any admission is all too easily assailable by the certain, though I certainly have my own discrepancies. So goes the slog. Though is it really, after all, or does it only seem so in one's most infrared imaginings, in the resistance against transcendence and relinquishment of one's preferential attachments? Our safe-seeming harbors of certainty one wonders of the long-term efficacy of this approach. And why not say one? Is there a better word to describe us? Let me know. We may draw the lines and language and mind may hide what is before us. But if, what if we were wise enough to embrace the whole breadth of our considerations? It's just an invitation. an invitation to a new way of being, a way innate to us all that perhaps we've forgotten. May 12th, 2020. Out from silt, gathered beside storm drains, through cracks and sidewalks, asphalts, across fences, around, between, atop, and through the rocks, the soft, persistent press of life, the patient unfoldment gone on since we were nothing, and it's still beckoning true. Besides our fuss and fighting, this, too, stays constant. Life, here as it has ever been, remains actively present, unresistant, adapting, effortless, even as it gives its all. As branches turn, new leaves stretch out into the sky, and the old brittle pages of yesterday dissolve into the ground, but never die, always to live on, refreshed, reborn anew. Take on whatever color you choose. You are still flowering, a human being, and never just a flower. Hmm. The difference between woke and awakening. There's no cap. There's no end to this process. We must be wary of our certainty. How it stratifies, causes us to bifurcate and fragment and dissolve into thousands of pieces. And we see the disintegration of Christianity, Buddhism, into all these different sects and schools, and all each having their own certainty. But deeper than that, there is a golden thread that all the great wisdom schools share throughout their various sects and schools, and even amongst their seemingly di varying different uh, cultural packaging. Underneath it all, there is. Martin Luther King spoke on this. I've mentioned this a few times on the podcast, but it comes from the most powerful speech I ever heard in my life by Martin Luther King, titled Beyond Vietnam. He was really attacked by the media for this after he finally had been applauded for the civil rights work that he was engaged in. Um, once that reached, you know, critical mass, and he met with Lyndon B. Johnson, he was applauded by the media. He even spoke on this himself, and in the speech he speaks on this. Um, as soon as he stood up for all poor people, 
black and white, brown and red and yellow, every shade between all these terms that we use that aren't even accurate for our, our actual shades of pigmentation. It's kind of hilarious. But, um, you know, he just, he worked for the Universal Brotherhood, love of all mankind. And when he started to do that, the media just came out against him so hard. But he was right. We were supporting a, a general who was fighting against the communists, but this general also said the greatest hero of his life was Hitler. And we suppressed the only democratic uh, revolutionary force in the country, the, uh, the non-communist Buddhist contingent there that, that were uh, rising in popularity that we could have been supporting. So, you know, it's a mixed bag when the military-industrial complex gets into play. But yeah, that's a whole other conversation, isn't it? Yeah, we got to get past that bipartisanship, don't we? All right, so May 14th, 2020. Place it in the pocket of your heart and keep it there forever. If it is cherishable and we are thankful, why look back upon in sorrow? It lives in love forever. At least so far it seems forever enough. In simple appreciation it finds us thankful. And where there's no resistance to the outflow, to the current, it finds us carrying the beauty forward. So don't be alarmed if you find yourself glowing amidst the rays of tiny flowers. Bask and merge if you find yourself under the influence of the ineffable. And if a bright memory turns to pangs of sorrow, brighten it fully and carry the beauty forward. With no blocked paths, nose closed, no close parts, no impasse, may we become this evermore. I have spelled out this intention now. May it be so. believe that words are like spells. I was talking with a new friend tonight about this idea. Um, not even an idea. You know, as we first started to develop letters, you know, they originally were like sigils, magical symbols to us. So like the Z symbol is like power. In some cases, like lightning, it looks like a lightning bolt put that on the side of the cave or on your chest and um, that's a powerful ward and uh, they can evoke emotions in people that have never seen someone make patterns in that way before and when you start linking these unique symbols together we uh, to this day we still call it spelling and words are powerful we think in language even once we learn it and uh, the way we describe the world to ourselves is, is quite powerful. Anyways, this poem is from May 25th, 2020. Breathing through the torrent, the what-ifs and what-if-nots, the shoulds and shouldn'ts, for this that can't be lost, but is so easily forgotten. To will to resolve this quest and drive until the will's exhausted seemed the only option until wonderment cleared the mind and broke the heart wide open. Here beside the stream, babbling in phrases not so different, the talk of water and rocks, the songs of wings, the sounds of cars off in the distance, life, just life, as mundane and miraculous as ever. I was just talking with my good friend Jesse, the guitarist from my band American Dharma Today, about the mundane and miraculous nature of every moment. He practices Zen and uh, has been practicing it for many years. And I love to be able to have someone I can share with uh, these kinds of conversations, this kind of subject matter. And I appreciate anybody for tuning in and enjoying uh, the podcast here, and I hope these poems find you well. May 29th, 2020. I can hear you now as you chitter through the leaves, 
singing your song, welcoming new worlds into existence. Possibilities spread out like so many worthy roads, in which few we avail ourselves to travel matters not so much as how. This much one need not suppose, the evidence is readily available. So I absorb this song of courage, this song of the unabashed heart, which speaks for us all in it, at its most eloquent, which knows our struggles, knows our scars, our knots and walls, and loves on anyway. The ever-ready invitation, the fount of inspiration, here, singing itself, through the branches of trees, out through the world, in every fashion imaginable, and yet to be imagined. It is red-winged and speaks with brightness, but it speaks from the same silence we know as the grace of meeting again. It was a poem that goes with a picture of a cardinal, a sonnet tree. June 1st, 2020, short one. The leaf is the tree, the root is the stem. He is I, and I am him, and these lives that collide are intertwined in the end. A little short ditty about the interconnected nature of life think of self separate and we're actually this one interlinked, interconnected thing, this outgrowth, this unfoldment from the beginning, uh, ever since the Big Bang, we are still the Big Bang banginess. I once heard somebody say, I love that. It's like we're on the edge of the Big Bang. Still banging now. Yeah. June 5th, 2020. And then I think we'll take a short break after this. We are often transcendent by pure accident, spontaneous and vital, with creativity brazen, entrancing and primal, in rarest moments pleasantly insightful, characterized by sudden displays of mass affection, with such impromptu improvisations as placing flower arrangements in gun barrel vases, we emit prismatic light amidst vast midnight spaces. In each other's eyes and reflections of our faces, we may cease to recognize distinctions beyond the ready-made, and in seeing, be spread asunder, cast in wonder, to encompass all perspectives. For this is the way of the world today. We collect roses grown from cracks and alleyways, Nourish them with water run off from streetscapes. We nurture bright bouquets, only to take them to the darkest places in the world, to those most dangerous places where they are needed most. This is the work of the artist, the work, the work of the uh, peaceful revolutionary, something that neither side in times of sides and strong polarization and partisanship. Uh, it's, it's something that neither of those sides want to hear. We'll find that uh, it can even be dangerous sometimes to be unconditionally loving and to try and to spread this intent. But we must. Not really dangerous, though. Watch how you can fly. Watch how you can effortlessly dive and twist and soar around and above and through every challenge that's thrown at you. When you let go and surrender to the great cosmic purpose that we are all involved with, something greater that we are involved in, that we are getting to discover together. We get to be the writers of this play. We can't expect ourselves to be perfect yet, we're in the midst of the story, still awakening, still growing. All right, so let's take a quick break, guys. We're going to share a word from our sponsor, and I'll be right back.
Okay, welcome back, everybody. Now we're back to June 18th, 2020. The rain speaks its story in paints of drops and drips that splash and splash beside each other. The flow of water down the gutter that is fortunately draining tonight. Sometimes it gets clogged and the cars have to wait by and the water waves up and makes ripples across the sidewalk. Speaks in the loudest voice of presence for a moment. Calling out how this moment it reminds of, speaks for, already runs through, runs through even it, especially it. The call to flow beckons me away from the trains of thought arriving at the station. The station is closing down now its minder off to stir into oblivion. That was a late night, sleepy, poetry moment. There was a storm outside, and the street was indeed flooding. And uh, it was making ripples across the sidewalk when the cars drove by because it was that deep. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool, but it's also like almost emergency mode because you got to move your car sometimes. It gets deep enough to get inside. I do love storms, though. So June 19th, 2020. A universe unto itself. I stopped before, wondering what this world has left in store for you. A wind carrying the cool of the coming storm stirs the trees near and seems to stop right where we stand. I couldn't have planned it better. The ladybug sitting upon the seat of a closed car with the windows shut, shining good morning when I opened up. The cardinal, whose spirit sings fortuitous and seems always to be in alignment, always ready to celebrate if it finds you in flow. I cannot make the significant, I cannot mistake the significance of the universe with red wings, shaping its feathers to catch the air, to sing poetry into the sky to call forth heart in the face of all fears. Its bright contrast rests the eye from the mind and back to the immediate, impossible beauty. Letting go, I find us swimming in verdant life surrounding as existence cracks open and there in the subtle, the ever-blossoming, all-abounding nature of now. A red bird glowing with crimson, in vibrant expression of what it is to be incarnate, its life song a rejoicement and a call to all who are loving, to embrace life fully, to draw forth from and return all to this endless moment. Now we glide forth through life, as if on wings, as if our feet only touch the ground to keep up the appearance messengers of the ever-present. I wouldn't need to know how to trust them as I do. These things are inexplicable and unmistakable at once. And I don't mind that rather than draw the map, we are left to recognize the path for ourselves. If it shows up synchronistically, to shine forth confirmation in its own remarkable ways, in its own appointed time, and leaves us to the joys of discovery, the hard lessons of stumbling and falling into grace. I can only smile, be thankful, and as love, be whole and unafraid. Speaking on synchronicities in that poem, how they stand like signs. They don't give us the map. We're left to recognize the path for ourselves. Yet these moments are so such impossible coincidences sometimes that they become inexplicable, unmistakable. Um, the profoundness carries some kind of meaningfulness, reminding us of the moment and perhaps letting us know that we're on the right path or bringing us back into alignment even, helping us remember how to embrace life fully. So I see that in cardinals a lot. I have a lot of unique encounters with that bird. I don't know why, but um, 
it's something that's just always happened. So June 22, 2020. You span a thousand perspectives, yet none have ever known you. You are too infinite, yet we are you, through and through, incarnate, in form and time and space, with infinite room to grow, unified as one great verse, shining forth endless radiance. We may slow down and decompose, yet the buzzing potential of emptiest space remains. We try to name you, life, God, existence, and so on but you cannot be contained. You are the immeasurable, the impossible, the inexpressible, and so forth. Even as we grow blind to one another, you shine uncounted new ways across our days, unconditional in every way. Even as we are lost at night, you are never separate. And as we dream ourselves apart, creating new struggles in this play, we are cradled in your heart both dreamer and source of dreams, all living bestower of space, creation and the womb that contains it. You write as I write, universe. There should not even be a separate mention. Yet here we are, playing as if. uh, You could also say that that's how God lives through us. Um, But one doesn't have to believe in God, to have a sense of wonder for that which transcends us. If one doesn't like the word God because it's loaded with heavy heavy cultural uh, baggage from the uh, mistaken attempts at institutional organizations based off uh, spiritual teachings and their wrong turns. Um, You know, it's understandable people would have some chagrin towards some of that. But even Einstein had this great comment that he made about his fellow academics and scientists, and he's like, those um, who are so begrudged towards organized religion as the opium of the masses um, can no longer hear them, it's like they can no longer hear the music of the spheres. The general gist, at least, of that quote. Um, can no longer hear the music of the spheres. Einstein was a self-proclaimed cosmist. He believed in something transcendent. Uh, to claim what that is, well, this is where it gets dangerous. and cannot box in the ineffable. So it gets tricky. Everyone wants to own it, and everyone is so certain. Now there's these agreed-upon points, like I was speaking on Martin Luther King earlier. Uh, Martin Luther King spoke on this supreme unifying principle of life that all the great world's religions actually agree on. Hindu, Muslim, Jewish, Christian, Buddhist, love is love is what unites us. God is love, as he said. We must love one another. Love is like an orientation rather than an emotion. We think of it as an emotion, don't we? But it actually encompasses so many emotions. We can be angry due to love. You know, we can be jealous, we can be stressed, we can be anxious, depressed. You know, we can be blissful and joyful and resonant and revelatory and so many beautiful things, compassionate, understanding, patient. So we find that love is actually an orientation, it's a way of being. The more unconditional, the wider one's potential awareness, because we're able to put ourselves in more perspectives. And speaking on this, you span a thousand perspectives. So this idea of the universe coming into actually true Um, verifiable, here we are, self-reflective, self-aware extensions of earth and cosmos, earthlings as we call ourselves. We're actually one with this entire thing that grows out and then now has become conscious 
uh, if it wasn't already before. Certainly that's up for debate, um, but there are those that perhaps have seen uh, near-death experiences. People come back and they have a lot of similar themes to their stories or of their experiences and also the blissfulness of it and the fact that they almost didn't want to come back many times. Um, but this life is such a gift and we find out that what we graduate into is just home. It's not so bad after all. At least that's the message that we get from a lot of people. God is love, the pure source of creation. Isn't it love that drives all of our passions? We love something so we want to create and create and create more of it, be a part of it, be involved in it. Even as we grow blind to one another, you shine uncounted new ways across our days, unconditional in every way. Even as we are lost at night, you are never separate. And as we dream ourselves apart, creating new struggles in this play, this play of life, we are cradled in your heart. There is this thing called love and this thing we call existence. And we've been getting it wrong, perhaps. You know, we something that we can always give. We have an infinite source of love to give. But it's so painful to expect. Yet it feels so good to give. And isn't that enough? And everything else is like, you know, the cherry on top. All right, now we're on to June 26, 2020. Take time. Breathe life back from the dust that settles and surrounds us now. We've stirred it up enough. Take mind of just how far we rivalrous ones have come, together over eons, warring and raging, innovating up till now as we stare stunned, ready to lash out or run from the whole human race as one, interlinked, intermeshing, ever-changing, amorphous and amazing. Yet that pernicious piece of old program, how we blame our sisters and brothers for all that is wrong with the world today, the world that we forgot that we are, persists. Take heart, for what hope there will be is what is created, and we are creators through and through. How did we forget? It's been so long since we first spoke, and so short since we learned how to recognize love as the highest. Who now calls to foment this division? Who gains from stirring up our provocations? Whose enemy wins the most, but he who makes us into himself? Who claims your mind then? Who dares blind you to the love of truth? Those dark spells that pique the hatred, know them well by what enrages you. Are they only cast by others? Are they outside or in us all? Ask then, if you have the courage, what drives those who dismiss the ones who gave their lives to love, who risked all and died for all? You may say they failed, but I know that thought is a recycled one and not original to your heart. And perhaps that work is never done. The sacred, the mystery of this existence, call it what you will, or call it nothing at all. It calls to you in every moment. Or have you not yet seen the stars or a tree? It was only ever you the immeasurable from which we spring that ever could allow such a fiction. Can this be our teaching, part of our cosmic training, how to surf the phase shift and roll with the tsunamis? June 30, 2020. 
Your memory hovers at the edges while the world warns us we are near breaking. She must cry for having grown us for so many eons from singing and dancing and music making only to see us turn on ourselves. But wouldn't she miss that part of herself that sings and lays on backs in wonder, staring at the stars from whence we've come, where we came from? I gotta fix that line. Something's off. Let's try that again, the way I originally wrote it. She must cry for having grown us for so many eons, from singing and dancing and music making, only to see us turn on ourselves. For wouldn't she miss that part of herself, that sang and laid on backs in wonder, staring at the stars from whence we came? Our intellect bright, our wisdom numb, may it be honed for the sake of all who love, until our last scrape of hope turns to dust. Try, we must. We spin around sunlight, heart beats a steady drum, the dawn forever rising urges us to wake from our cocoons. July 3rd, 2020. Okay. Summer of 2020. Can't see the weather vane. I see the blue forest through underwater eyes. A foggy mist of drops suspended in the air unaware they are the ocean. In the world below, a deconstructionist mind virus spreads, and spiders scatter all across the web, mind stricken and turning to madness. May we protect the children from those who would entrain them with thoughts that run counter to love. May we empower the children to see beyond the surface and into the heart. Let them be wary of our biases, these mind viruses, and show them as we grow beyond how to catch and check ourselves when we lose sight of love. May we be humbled by uncertainty. Awakening this morning, I saw how a fog over our minds can carry a virus, a deconstructionist plague, and how quickly nature can be fooled to separate and hate itself. Thankfully, Regardless of attempts to attack those who reject division, no matter how vicious, disdainful, how wicked or hateful the stricken are, we still have our love that sees beyond our differences. So let us pray then, even if you've never prayed before. Let us pray together that we may heal this world. We must generate a new sense of something greater than ourselves together again. Something we can agree upon. I do believe that love will show us the way. This is our guidestone. It's the wisest orientation that human beings are capable of. July 5th, 2020. Symbiosis. The locus of our pain, the loss of freedom of movement, the breakdown of trust in our parties and systems, anxious, with smiles hidden beside behind masks, throwing shade at any who question, we suffer from a disconnection far beyond the loss of particular comforts, conveniences, means of living, whole existences blown asunder, and doesn't it seem we are being driven against each other? Efforts to come to conciliation are met with threat and accusation. One wonders what is the objective of rapid dissolution without a vision of what we are reforming to. Take a deep breath and let it out. We're keeping it all in. Expand the stomach, exhale the dread, the blame, the conditions, stresses and frustrations. Inhale, refocus, you're not alone. Now we come together, come hell or high water, inconvenient and harsh as it may be, we move ever forward towards unity. When the wind moves through the grass and leaves and world comes to life, breathing, pulsing, dancing in union, dear child, will you hear 
that your depression is not your own. It is the world's, for the world is you, and all stem from the same immeasurable source. And that's you too. July 10, 2020. Standing people. See how the standing ones pray, with their arms upward in praise, in their way bestowing thanks and revelation back unto creation, all willing, even while hanging at the edges of cliffs. They reach on patient in their persistence, unresistant to the changing seasons, and even through storms and droughts they maintain their spirited way calming and inspiring harmonious ways, all giving in their shade and sustaining from their roots to their fruits, healing and nourishing with all to give and none to blame. Trees. July 18, 2020. No images, no others, just the trees and you and I, no pre-built conceptions. We forget for a moment, we remember for a moment, and we are alive, with eyes open to sight beyond our characterizations, and freed of expectations, whole new horizons of expression open up to us. Do you Remember the time we traveled through to be alive. The Milky Way sky smiles like a memory through the trees as we become the trees, and space between, alighted as the blue behind. We, sons and daughters of comets and exploded stars, seen as how we've been enrolled as stewards of a miracle, I pray for us to steer it well to see how we can divide and be played to turn against each other when our hearts are the same, is to sense the imagined disconnect, the imagining of what needs not be sustained. We can imagine other things. I remember Nisargadatta when asked, but how to deal with others? When he said, there are no others. It bursts us open, doesn't it? Leaves heart bare to the elements, yet encouraged in here and ready beyond mere mortal measure. Here the timeless speaks to us and through us and reminds us of how our imagined separateness reveals in its depthlessness an unfathomable actuality of infinite capacity and creative potential beyond all limits. Easy and serene simplicity all expressing and ever outflowing, flowering eternal, impossible love that is as it ever was. I cannot imagine the bird song carrying on without us, the wind moving without being spoken of and carried to turn around new stars. You might say earth is better off without us, but we are earthlings, and all that lies between all life and the next great rock from space. We may extol on all our ills and the virtues of our saving graces, but isn't it all for naught? We already know we are a paradox that has yet to choose its fate. I kind of like that one, but it is a tongue twister. Okay, moving on to July 22, 2020. You can tell I was definitely feeling the social strife that was uh, particularly inflamed during the coronavirus epidemic when we were all going mad trapped inside our homes, arguing on social media. I guess that hasn't really died down too much, as it seems to be increasing, but there's also something really good increasing to match it right now. If you look, you will find that there are candles sparking up all over sharing a shared mission. All right, so 
Summer is here, but winter is coming. And I'm praying on this hot day for a benevolent blizzard to calm the world. Searching through pages for that perfect sentence. Scanning the countless nodes across the web for that message that runs deepest. That string of symbols that strikes to the core actually encourages and pulls us together. That fills us with heart and courage enough to face the the coming storms. And weather, I could rhyme that one. There must be volumes of versions, of ways to speak to this. Yet even with all ways bound together, could they ever sum it up? Here, we will try again. We know it as the wisdom of love, the courage of heart, as the wide, vast depths of full consideration, the unconditionality of preference, the all-welcoming essence that pulses through existence as our creations, all made possible by this canvas of perfect space. All words pointing, for nothing can touch it. It glides on wings, it sings through the all. It sings through all the many-hued planted beings, and we animate expressions of existence as well. How couldn't we know? Self-reflective, glimmering-eyed as we are, if not for our mistake in our minds, for our hearts. It's an old story, I know, but here we are now at the brink of flying together or flailing pointlessly in a mad rush to the bottom. Today was bright, but what will become of this dark night? For a head sure, heart-weak, atheistic, nihilistic creed, a sociopathic fever dream that only our own dissolving collection of lost souls are yet strong enough to face, now stands to obliterate, obliterate the dream yet achieved. And we've bled enough violence. We've known enough trauma, far enough to know. So tonight, may we pray for unification, for the spirit, for the rebirth of spirit in our hearts. May we pray and act on it like the world's child depends on it. For the child watches now, trapped between our sharpening divisions. And we are glaring, teeth gnashing, visceral and biting with every word. Who isn't disturbed by the instability? Is this to be our future, or will we pull together? May the kindest and wisest survive us. May the enlightenment return to sweep over all the earth, leaving not one being behind. September 14th, 2020, The Impossible Miracle. It universes out in fractals and fractals from something unknown. Over and over, we think ourselves knowers, we think ourselves separate. We break upon, we break ourselves upon the shores of the unknown and reach for the sky as though we do not already already breathe it, as though space stops when it reaches our skin. How many movements have we taken for granted? It only breaks apart in the stories of our minds. Let us anchor into this moment together and treasure the continuity of it for how it flows on out forever and cannot be limited. Because I've survived for eons by the glow of your fire and never mentioned it, I've found shelter under your curtains of leaves and never thanked you for bestowing this peace truly. I've thrived and suffered, strained and pushed and overcome, and I've been pulled under, crashed into the rocks and sand and scraped against the coral of your body, I've drank and drowned with you a thousand times, and still we survive, and still I do not know how we got here. It may be we cannot know how impossible the miracle, how unfathomable the breadth and depth of this unfoldment, how tremendously beautiful requires every poem, every painting, every dance, every song, every sunset, and all the faces of all cosmos oceans and every planet's skies. And still, it would take all eternity to express it 
and every one of our lives. And that's it. That's all the poems I have tonight, guys. I hope that you are resting well. I hope that this has brought you some peace, some relaxation. And I hope you all are doing well out there and that you're hanging in. Thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast, for liking and sharing. I do encourage you to share the show with uh, anybody you think might appreciate it. Reaching more people helps us to uh, inspire more creation in this world and more authenticity. Together we are sharing this process of realizing the actual lie. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.